0: parents I think this is a really good opportunity for you to take some time during the week about and talk about what might be working in your family
1: mm-hmm.
0: what might not be working what's your goal what are you yeah. what are you being called to as a family and where might you be asked to reevaluate or change course right or maybe that conversation will lead you to
1: realize that things are running really smoothly yeah and maybe then figure out how that's happening and let us know so our family runs smoothly. <laughs>
0: This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the PIME Missionary Sponsorships at a Distance program. This school year, become a PIME sponsor to give the gift of an education to a student in an isolated mission country and break the cycle of poverty for a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or seminarian. See how you can support a student in need at PIMEUSA.org slash 52 sponsorships. Welcome to Beyond Sunday. A podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm your
1: other co-host, Rocky McCormick. Grab your pets if you have them and join us as we talk, laugh, and reflect on our experiences raising Catholic families and allowing God to transform our everyday lives.
0: Ooh. Yeah. We're transforming today. We
1: are. I changed it up. I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, October
0: 4th. It's October. It is October. First of all, it's October. Yeah. When did that happen? I would like to start with this question. Do Mm. you eat candy corn? No. Mm. Same. It's vile. Okay. All right, move on. Okay, moving on. (laughs)
1: So we got great feast days in October, first of all. We do. Like, just acknowledge that, you know, we have Saint Thres on the first. October Fourth is one of my favorites. It's the feast of Saint Francis of Assisi. We have all the pet blessings. That's why you're bringing your pets with you today. Um, but a fun story from this week, as relates to Francis, my boys are Franciscan in their spirituality. Sometimes all the boys, grown ups included. Really? Yeah, and one is, you know, named after him too. So I guess that's my fault. Okay. Um, but none of them, the grown boy included, or or man, I guess, I guess we'll refer to him as a man, since that is what he is. Uh, They don't let me kill spiders Mm. or any, maybe ants, but not spiders for sure. So like the last two days, we're in this back to school rush, right? So in the mornings and trying to get their lunches into their bags, get their water bottles, get them dressed, get myself dressed and ready to go. But, um, these last two days after much screaming about said spiders that have appeared in the house in random places I had to carefully run a spider relocation expedition. Oh
0: yes. Twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. Did you use like school. the cup with the slip of paper method? No because
1: who can find all of that in the moment and not lose did the spider? You use your bare Absolutely hands? Absolutely I did not. <gasps> no let's not get crazy. Oh my I gosh. Don't I don't want to be spider woman. I was like what kind Although, of would craziness? Would it give me cool powers? <laughs> See, I just think I'd end up with welts and things. So no, we're not going to attempt that. Okay, But like, no, I used like a napkin or a paper towel oh, okay. and okay. grabbed it and threw it out. But like, here's my thought is, okay, I'll just pick it up and pretend I didn't kill it and like walk outside and pretend to put it away. But no, no, they followed me. They had to watch you do it. They were watching every bit of it. And so I couldn't even do the bait and switch. In fact, this morning, one of them said goodbye to the spider as I set him outside.
0: Oh, so did he name it? Yes. Mm hmm. That's yes. how you know you're done for. When they start naming things, it's over.
1: Yep. Both yesterday and today, we named the spiders and said goodbye to them as they exited the home on a piece of paper. I'm
0: just saying if you had a pet, your pet would have eaten it already. Right? And you could have avoided all this.
1: Honestly. Don't so tell speaking your kids of I of said pets. that, though. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have two cats. But speaking of pets, do you have pets?
0: I do. I have a lot of pets, actually. We... We have kind of a menagerie of sorts in our house. I don't really know how it happened, but we have three cats and a dog, which I said I would never get. Yeah, Tim's opposed to getting a dog too. I'm
1: maybe we'll wear him down one day.
0: Yeah. So I had a cat in college, and okay. he was like, you know, we were inseparable.
1: Aww. And when we got
0: married, um, my poor husband would get attacked in the middle of the night by the cat because the cat was like, who is this thing in my bed, right? Like, right. what? Very territorial. my they're spot, so territorial. and now there's yes. a human sleeping here. So we got him a friend, and so we they, had, yes. they were friends. And they <laughs> they grew up together, and they lived with us for a very long time. They were like 15 and 16 years old by the time they died. And um, ever since then, I had been on a search for a new lap cat, a new cat to sit in my lap. Aww. And we went through three cats, none of whom would sleep in my lap or even sit in my lap or even really let me pet them. And then my neighbor adopted a puppy during COVID, who just so happened to be hypoallergenic. Oh. And then said neighbor went back to work and was like, you know, I can't keep this dog anymore. So that's how you got the. I never and heard the now, story of how you got the dog. Yes. And now little Zeus, the hypoallergenic lap dog, lives in my lap. I adore Zeus. Yes. Yes. Now very Zeus. sweet.
1: Very nice. Okay. So we had two cats. Uh, we do know we no longer have two cats. They have gone on to their... Internal reward, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. We won't get into those theological questions. Okay, save those for a different day. Um, and then we got a fish who also has.
0: Oh, since the fish didn't make he it. Did not make I remember it. Was the a fish. very sad day. Okay, yes, it was a very
1: sad day. So the fish is in well now currently rests in our backyard okay. with a fish statue. But um, October 4th, having nothing to do with animals, well, will kind of, we'll get there. You'll see how my crazy brain is going to connect to this. Um, was also the day that Tim and I got engaged. Mm, congratulations. And so he proposed on the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. But I think it was a missed opportunity because he had two cats and they were not involved. They weren't involved in the proposal. No, like he didn't have like them... With the their ring little tied around my neck? Or? Now, given the two cats, one would have just, like, stared at me and probably scratched me. And the other one, if I went to go grab what was around her neck, would have just run away and hid. Mm. So, in hindsight, it's probably wise he did not use, use the cats.
0: Okay. But. All right. Anyway, that's a lot about pets. That is a lot about pets. (laughs) Everybody needs to know that about pets, though. That Rocky has none, except for spiders. I can't count my children as pets, I've been told this. Yeah. Even though they sometimes
1: behave in certain similar ways. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So what are we talking about this week? What are we talking about? Well, I thought we would focus in on the gospel. Oh, okay. You know. There's a novel idea. Right. (laughs) But the
1: gospel for this weekend made me think about how we sometimes randomly respond to things without really taking a good look at our capacity or willingness to do what we have said. Maybe it's getting a new pet. Maybe it isn't. Oh, yes. Or maybe it's saying no to new pets Mm -hmm. when maybe it's time to have one. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it has nothing to do with animals at all. Yes. Right. Maybe it just is how we sometimes get stuck in our ways and think we can't change our minds for fear of appearing like wishy-washy or losing some element of authority as as the parent figure.
0: Yes. So, now that you're thinking about, now that you've said this, this makes me think of two things. One, I definitely did not want a dog and now I have one. Okay. So, that's a perfect example (laughs) right there of how sometimes you think you know Mm -hmm. what you're (laughs) going to do. I tease Tim
1: all the time because we will always say, nope, you're not doing this. And then all of a sudden like he lets them do something. I'm like, push over. (laughs) They know, they know to go to dad because mom will be, I'm mean mom. Right, of course. Yeah, although Tim jokes he's bad dad, so yes.
0: (laughs) But I think a more like realistic example of this that really comes to mind for me is we all have had that moment where we said, I will never, right, like when I have a kid, I will never, and then. There it goes. There it goes. They will never
1: watch or have screens before the age of X. And then
0: the pandemic I will never let my kid eat cookies before bedtime. I will never let my kid have dye, artificial dye. I will never. Yeah, there's just so many things. There's so many examples of that in real life where we have had to change course. And it doesn't have to mean that we're wishy-washy, right? No.
1: but like discerning. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes we're
0: raising a white flag. Let's just be honest.
1: Oh, 100%. Sometimes the change in our mind is simply what we have to do for
0: our own peace. Absolutely. 100%. So there's no judgment here. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. No judgment. We've all been there. We've all done the thing we said we would never do. Um, Except when it comes to candy corn. Please don't eat the candy corn. <laughs> candy corn is still a never. It's, yeah.
1: And, and then like those it. other
0: bigger ones that look like pumpkins, those are also a never. Oh, they are.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. My kids like all that stuff so whatever. More for them. No, thank Mom you. Mom will not touch it.
0: No, thank you. But I think that's
1: really... Um, and as I was reading this, it's really that story of the kid who says, no, I'm not going to do that. And then quietly goes and does whatever it was you asked him to do. Mm-hmm. And the kid is like, sure, mom, I'll do that. And like two hours later, you're still like, I'm waiting. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. So it's kind of what do we use to judge whether they are who they say they are, right? Or who? how How do people judge if we are who we say we are? And it's not by our words. It's by our actions. Indeed. Right. So two things there mm-hmm. that I always go back to with my kids, that your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Oh my
0: gosh, that's my kids' favorite scripture verse to quote back to me all the time. And does your no mean no a lot? <laughs> they don't quote it to me in particular. Oh, to each other. Right, to each other. Like, they'll be like, yes, I want that. No, I don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't. And then one of them oh, will, yeah. from like all the way down the hall, will be like, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. <laughs> so they do use it appropriately, which right. is very
1: helpful. Yeah. I always love the no, I don't want to eat that. And then like three hours later, oh, I did want to eat that, but now it's either been thrown out or somebody else has eaten it. Oh, yeah. The I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starving.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's a very quick turnaround. Very quick. And it leads to hangry very quickly. But that's not really what we're talking about. That can be one of the practical applications of that, though, right? Like, we have to be able to know what we want when we want it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what are, what's, our, what's our three-step program this week? Because we always have one. We do, not really. No. No, there we is no three-step. Well, I, I had three, like, I had three ideas. Well, sure, but there's three, no
1: program. I had like, three again, points like, of
0: focus. We're maybe. not
1: gonna, like, program this into Siri and all of a sudden have, like, magic children. Noted. Or become magical parents ourselves. Well, that's just That's more what I would like. Yeah. Like, can I get over the things? No. (laughs) Um, Well, I think, again, like we, we were talking about, like I think when we say our yes and we say our no, in the moment, we are very sure of ourselves. But then there's always new information, new circumstances, new environments, things that are both in our control and out of our control. And I think both in parenting and in the life of Christ that we have to be very conscious and intentional consumers and processors of what is coming our way.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is always being in ongoing discernment. Yes, about house rules. Yes. Commitments. Yep. Saying you'll never get a dog. These are all things that you should always be willing and open. <laughs> we'll see how Tim feels about that last one. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs>
1: But these are all things that we should always be
0: like open to hearing and considering what else we might be called to do or how we might need to shift our way of thinking. Because that's what's best for our families right now, for the life we're living right now. Absolutely. And it does two things. One,
1: it helps us, I mean, to borrow a phrase, to be the best that we, like, to be the best version of whoever we are in the moment, right? I almost started
0: singing the Pokemon theme song just <laughs> now, and I would like you all to be appreciative that I did not. Okay, but now I really want you to. Because you want to be the very best, like no one ever was.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe we won't be Ash Ketchum or I'm Pikachu. I'm sorry. I'm however, sorry. However. I'm sorry. Okay. However. But that—that that is what we're being called to. We are slowly building into that vision that God has for us. hmm and so that new information, if we are discerning with it, helps us to realize both for our personal growth and for our family's growth. Yeah. Where it is that God is asking us to be what it is God is asking us to do in the moment that we are
0: in. But and, and to, also like what what is your motivation for yeah. making that decision? Like is it is it because this is just easier? Right. Right? Like Sometimes <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's motivation enough. Okay. That's yeah.
1: That's Sometimes. fair. Sometimes. That's But fair. that can't always be our yes. motivation. Okay. Okay. Right. Like for for growth. Exactly. There's difficulty in growth. Yes. Um, but I also think like is it because I said so and now I'm not going to change my mind because I said so? Um, but aside from our personal and family growth, I think the other thing it does is really model for our children mm-hmm. how to be a person of integrity. And that being a person of integrity doesn't mean that we are not changing.
0: Right. That we're able to admit when we were wrong, right. when we changed our minds, right. when we you know, heard from the Lord himself sometimes that yes. the plan we had is not the plan he has for us. A
1: hundred percent, and that changing our minds doesn't mean we were wrong in what we said, mm-hmm. but that because of new circumstances, new information, that we are open to hearing how the Lord and the Spirit is moving and all of that. Yeah,
0: okay, okay.
1: Um, and then I think the second part of that discernment like you were saying, for our motivation, is to silence our people-pleasing tendencies. Ooh. And I think that this is a really big one for parents. And it's something that I struggle with. Like, am I making this decision because I don't want to be contrary? Mm-hmm. I don't want to upset somebody? Or is this really the best decision for our family?
0: So you're talking more about like people pleasing, other adults. Yes. Right. Like, like, what are other people thinking about, about pleasing me? the children?
1: Okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they know very well. I, I just mean, wanted them. to no, be no, no, clear. No. I thought right. that's what you're No, you were But I guess we're making decisions about what is, what will our family do, what won't they do? Yeah. You know, what activities will we participate in? What won't we participate in? What will we allow our children to do? What won't we allow our children to do? Yeah. Sometimes it's easier. To not cause friction,
0: sure. But again, especially if like extended family is involved, oh, or grandparents yes. are involved, or like yeah. close family friends, right? Yeah, you always you always kind of have that weighing on you. So like, what's your motivation for making this decision? Mm-hmm. Is it really just because you don't want to enter into conflict with someone, or right. is this really actually what needs to happen?
1: Right. Or on the flip side, is sticking to your guns for this worth the conflict? Yeah. Is it yeah. a core thing for your family or could you budge a little bit? Okay. To make allowances. So All right, next up. I think that leads right into kind of our next point, which is being able to explain or understand why we make the decisions we make.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that you know I love a practical example here. I do. So like this is this is my question for you then. It's oh, like great. how how do we explain this to our kids in a way that doesn't end up with them being like, you said This was the thing, and now you are saying this is not the thing. You were wrong, or you changed your mind, and that is not fair, right? Like it's sure always going to be about fairness, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. Well, I think of using the scientific method for this, right? And so, if we're talking about a change of heart or a change of mind, then I think it is fine for us to sit down with our children and say, "I said this before because of X, Y, and Z." So you knew why you made the decision that you made before. However, now, after considering A, B, and C, I think the better option for us is this. And then I think you need to be prepared for the backlash. Of course, and it depends. Like, I'm, I'm of course, in my mind, envisioning more per- moving towards a more permissive stance.
0: But- But if it's the other way, other around, way around, where, right. yeah, I thought this was okay, but now it's clearly not okay. Well, then
1: let's talk about screen use. I mean, that's, that's just a, a really super easy example. example.
0: Yes. So I thought, before
1: that you guys could handle X, Y, and Z. You're old enough where you might be able to, but we're seeing that doing this for this long is causing this. And so because because A leads to B, now we have to reconsider C. Yeah. And I know you don't like it, but my job isn't to be liked. It is to help you grow into a reasonable human being, right? But mom. I know. You said I could
0: have this thing. Oh, and now you're, you're taking very it calm away. in that. No, no, no. And see, you're that's not how me. that works. You're crushing me. It's more of a... Uh, right, there's usually rah, like more stop, s- stop, screaming yes. and <laughs> wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, 100%.
1: Well, and you know what? And I think in those moments, I, I produce a counteroffer to be like, okay, let's try it this way. And if we're doing better, we'll try it again. Yeah. Like this isn't a no forever. This is a let's take a break. Let's try something new. See if we get different results. And then let's go back and try it again. I'm going to guess that in my experimentation, I'm right. And then if we go back to the old limits, you're going to revert to that behavior. And then I get into explaining brain chemistry and our neural pathways. And then they
0: glaze over and just get angry. (laughs) They're like, what? All I heard you say was no. I know. They're like,
1: whatever, mom.
0: You're mean. So that leads right into like this third piece of this whole big puzzle which is that we do have to be comfortable admitting when we're wrong sure. or admitting to defeat or something mm-hmm. that we decided isn't working or changing our course accordingly so like before we even have that conversation with our kids it's a good time to take a moment and re- revisit mm-hmm. your reasons for a changing course your reasons for determining that this isn't Absolutely. this isn't going to be the way forward.
1: Absolutely. And I think the other part of going back to understanding why we make decisions is being able to explain why other families might make different decisions. Because I think that's what I bought up against more as a parent is because we err on the stricter end of things, which we really don't. Like, Honestly, that's the part they don't understand. We really don't. We allow them screen time. We allow them plenty of it. A lot of families allow nothing but they're always going to push the envelope for the friends who have phones who have this who have that and i think we talked about this in a previous episode being able to explain why our family does something a certain way when somebody else might not because it's not it's part of your family culture yeah right so that but then also yeah being able to explain
0: you know this just isn't working so i have a fun story about this oh (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love your fun stories. Does it involve Zeus? Cause he makes mm, this one does sense. not
0: involve Zeus. Okay. So one time I was at a conference in Texas and this lovely lady, Catherine Whitaker... I love Catherine was giving a talk and she was talking about oh. how one time a couple years ago she and her husband decided that they had been doing too many things Yeah, and their family was just really feeling disconnected from each other and so they decided together they discerned together that they were going to pull their kids out of all their extracurricular activities mm-hmm. I remember all of them, them. Yeah. okay and all of her mom friends thought something was terribly wrong. They were like, well, do you, do you just need me to like pick up your kids for you? Like I can drive so-and-so to baseball right. practice and I can pick so-and-so up from, from ballet. It's totally fine, like what can we do to help? And she was like, nope, this is just what we need mm-hmm. to do right now. And for six months, they had no extracurricular activities and they committed to eating at like every barbecue place in the state of Texas.
1: I remember this. Oh, yes. yes. It was a fascinating story. I very story. much enjoyed watching her food journal because you know I am food motivated. Yes, yeah. so,
0: so I'm listening to this and it's like, October and I'm in the thick of all the things that my kids do and it's really not that many things but it feels like it because when you have four kids if you let them all do one thing that's four things and some of them every day Yeah, Yeah. plus school plus plus church right Right. so that's a lot of things plus family and I'm just feeling like totally overwhelmed like I'm away from my kids I'm at this work thing and this lady's talking about how wonderful it was to reconnect with a family and I get home from the conference and I sit down poor Russ and I'm like can we can we do this? Can we do this thing where we just take our kids out of all things? And he just looked at me very sweetly. He was like, baby, no no we cannot. (laughs) Why do you hate me? Why? (laughs) But he was my voice of reason, right? He was like and he very carefully and cautiously laid out like that's not what's good for our family right now. Our kids need these specific things for these reasons. I mean he had he had like scientific backing for these things that I had not considered. I was just running purely on like emotion, right? And he laid it all out for me and I was like, okay, you know what? I do think you're right. Like I'm just going to take some more time for myself to try and like, you know well, you're unplug about and recharge, yeah. yeah. And try to like unplug and recharge and he was like absolutely and he did everything he could to make sure that happened. And then surprisingly and like beautifully and mercifully, mm-hmm. all of a sudden all these things just started like falling off our calendar. Oh. Like oh, this rehearsal got canceled. Oh, this practice was postponed. Oh, the internet is broken, so we're not doing that thing that you were scheduled to do. And all of a sudden I had like one entire week in the month of November with nothing happening after school.
1: So though Russ
0: didn't cancel your plans. No. God saw fit yes. to cancel at least a week's worth. Yes, he was like, "Look, your husband's probably right. Right. 6 months is a long time. But how about I give you a little break so that you all yeah. can recharge?" Or- oh, that's and beautiful. it was such a beautiful gift for me, yeah. but but thank God Russ was there to say like, "Hey, this is me, the voice of reason here, the discernment person here <laughs> right. saying like, let's really walk through right. the reason, the intention, how this is going to look and how and how like what's what's our primary goal here and how can we achieve that goal and what's the impact on the kids too
1: right like it has to it has to consider all of those and what was right for Catherine and Scott isn't necessarily right what's in terms of what's right for your family
0: exactly exactly even though it might seem super attractive so it was a fascinating exercise for me in number one coming together with your spouse and saying like are we doing the right thing Mm -hmm. and being able to affirm yes we are doing the right thing but also to acknowledge but we do have this challenge here right How can we address it and still keep on the path that we know is right for us right now?
1: Well, I think that's also a beautiful example of having spouses who maybe don't see eye to eye exactly on what should be happening, but working through that.
0: Right. What is the need? Like, what is the need that has moved you to the point where you think this is the answer right like
1: <laughs> cancel all the things What's happening forever. inside
0: nicole's head that she thinks yes. she should cancel all the things and right. how do we help her with that that's got to be the and then answer.
1: your willingness to see okay maybe this is a knee-jerk response to something that i need versus what our family
0: needs. yes yeah. yes exactly yeah that's, so right. uh we have two we have two fun challenges for you this week Awesome. One is super fun, and that is to bless
1: your pets. Well, sure, because we're approaching the Feast of
0: St. Francis. If your parish offers a pet blessing, I highly recommend you take them. We took Zeus last year, and it was so fun for him to meet other dogs. There was a very large cat in a carrier, which my kids thought was just amazing. There was even like a little hedgehog oh, getting cute. blessed, We've which seen was bunnies, lizards, uh, ferrets birds yes it's so fun i maybe don't bring the fish yes and then after that you can get in the car and let your 13 year old tell everybody about how saint francis actually did a lot of other amazing things to preach the gospel outside of loving animals yes
1: oh my goodness (laughs) tim tim would join him in that one
0: i know i know he would yeah um but for parents i think this is a really good opportunity for you to take some time during the week about and talk about what might be working in your family Mm mm-hmm what might not be working what's your goal what are you yeah. what are you being called to as a family and where might you be asked to reevaluate or change course right or maybe that conversation
1: will lead you to realize that things are running really smoothly yeah and maybe then figure
0: out how that's happening and let us know so Our family runs smoothly. (laughs) I would wager most of you listening now are already in one of these camps. You are either thinking to yourself, oh man, it is really time for me to reevaluate this one thing that has been weighing on me for a really long time. Or you're like, hey, this has really affirmed me Mm -hmm. in how this is going well for us and it's given me a little bit of encouragement to move forward. At least that's my hope for you. I hope so too.
1: Yeah, but no, really, if you've got the secret sauce, we want the (laughs) recipe. That's all I'm saying. Well, thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope this week's episode gives you permission to let go of the commitments you've made that no longer work for your families. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can reach us at beyondsunday at AOD.org.
0: This episode of Beyond Sunday has been sponsored by the PIME Missionary Sponsorships at a Distance Program. This school year, become a PIME sponsor to give the gift of an education to a student in an isolated mission country and break the cycle of poverty for a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or seminarian. See how you can support a student in need at PIMEUSA.org slash 52 sponsorships.